Welcome to Musicians vs. the World, the podcast where we explore aspects of music and musician life that may not have been covered in music school. I am your host, Christine Smith. And today we're going to continue our series of episodes all about building your music career. Now, what do you know about publicists? Do you know when you should be having one? Do you know when you should work with one? Do you know what they can do for you? This is the topic that we're going to discuss today. And here to discuss this topic with us is Kate Twilley, Publicity Coordinator at Impact 24 Public Relations. Kate Twilley is a passionate media professional with a keen interest in the entertainment and music industries. She graduated from Rowan University with a major in radio, TV, and film production with a minor in advertising. After completing her degree, Kate moved to Los Angeles to pursue her dream of working in the entertainment industry. She got her start as a production assistant, working on a few productions before landing a job with Impact 24 PR through a referral from her roommate. Kate is constantly looking for new challenges and opportunities to learn and grow in her career. She's passionate about music and enjoys working with composers and other musicians to better understand their creative processes. She is particularly interested in how music helps bring stories to life and is always seeking new opportunities to learn more in this area. So Kate Twilley, I am so excited to have you on this program. Thank you so much for being here and welcome to Musicians Versus the World. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. It's been fun. We've worked together a little bit before um, coordinating things with musicians and getting them on the show. And so it's fun to have you on this side of the microphone. So thanks for being brave and coming. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. It's uh, it's exciting. I'm used to being very behind the scenes. So this is new. <laughs> well, that's precisely why I wanted to have you on here because public relations, PR, figuring out how to get ourselves out there, that's a difficult thing for a lot of musicians. And I think having an expert like you here can really help us to learn about things. Can you explain a little bit about what you do and what your job is? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I am a publicity coordinator at Impact 24 PR. Um, and my role entails that I write pitches for our clients, which um, basically is a email that summarizes their resume highlights. We use that to reach out to reporters to promote um, their most recent projects or if they have a studio that they are working on. I also make pitch lists for our clients, which is where we research what publications and reporters to reach out to, um, thinking that they would be interested in speaking with our client. We also write press and album releases, which are more specific to a certain project. For example, uh, album releases are informing journalists or news outlets that uh, so-and-so has this new album or selection of songs coming out. And we think that your audience would be interested in learning more about this. And then we can kind of offer like some type of exclusive with that. We also schedule client interviews, rewrite client bios to make sure everything is up to date and organized. We assist in media training so our clients feel prepared and confident going into their interviews. And we also assist in in-person events such as panels, red carpets, screenings, premieres, um, anything where they think they would um, benefit from some assistance. Yeah. And I could imagine a musician really needing some assistance in that sort of thing because we, we spend so much time just on the music side of it and on the craft side. But knowing how to interact and to make ourselves known and letting people know about our projects is something that's completely 
I don't know, out of my wheelhouse. You know, I wouldn't think of doing that. So do you find a lot of musicians come to you or do you find yourself looking for musicians and reaching out to them? How do you usually find your clients? From my understanding, our company has a sales team. So they will do some outreach um, and reach out to below the line creatives. Um, Impact 24 specializes with below the line creatives, such as composers, cinematographers, directors, hair and makeup. So they'll reach out to them and also people will reach out to us. And then uh, my team supervisors will get the new clients and then they will divide them among our team. Um, And that's how we usually get assigned clients. I get a lot of composer clients, which I'm very pleased about. So those are a majority of my clients. Now, do you usually meet them in person or is this just straight distance sort of email thing? Uh, Most of the time it is uh, strictly online. Uh, Mm -hmm. We work fully remote. Um, But sometimes if we get to go to events like a a screening or a premiere, um, then it's always fun to meet clients um, face-to-face and in person. Yeah. And I'm sure they appreciate what it is that you do. How did you get involved in that? Uh, So I've always had an interest in the entertainment industry. I majored with a degree in radio, television, and film and a minor in advertising. And I always knew I wanted to do something within entertainment, and I've always loved music. So after graduating um, or the pandemic, I moved out to LA from New Jersey to look for a job in entertainment. I worked as a production assistant on a couple projects before getting referred to Impact 24 by my roommate who worked there at the time. Um, And I've been there for a year and a half now, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, So I'm learning a lot. Yeah. So what are some really fun clients that you've been working with? I feel like all my clients are uh, really interesting and I feel like that's yeah. a you know easy answer but um <laughs> even though they're all um composers I feel like they each have such different approaches and different projects that they work on so even though they all have the same title it's all like very different and new um per campaign I'm not sure if I'm allowed to like go into like full detail but okay. um <laughs> One of our clients just um, released a album for a 90s uh, show um, mm-hmm. that he goes for. So he got a lot of uh, press opportunities on that because it was like kind of like a cult following show. So that's always cool to work on like nostalgic projects because everyone gets really excited. And who doesn't like to think about shows from their childhood? Right. Um, that brought them joy and happiness. <laughs> That's true. When you are able to, and, well, and also someone like you are the ones that help those musicians get in front of that audience so that we know what's going on. There seems to be this oversaturation of so many things, so many projects, so many musicians. So mm-hmm. I think it's really great when we can find these nostalgic projects or new projects that we don't even know about. Mm-hmm. So now, as far as the nitty gritty goes, when a musician is starting out, What level of quote-unquote success should a musician have before they start thinking about getting a PR consultant? Um, I think it's never too early to start thinking about it um, because networking from an early stage in your career doesn't hurt at all. So I think whenever you are serious about a career um, as a musician or a composer or anything like that, always have it like on the back burner. Publicists are always here to help. If there's a PR agency that you are particularly interested in, don't hesitate to reach out and just ask for some advice or, um, hey, I'm interested in getting a, a publicist. Like, what are the different plans that you offer? And they will have no trouble offering you advice or breaking down like different campaign packages to see what works best for you. We want to help you reach your goals. So we want to help in any way that we can. Yeah. Yeah. So now as someone's researching these publicists, 
what makes a good publicist and what should we look out for for like a bad publicist? I think a good publicist is someone who respects your vision, but also wants to like think outside the box and help you reach exposure that you might have not thought of before. It's a very collaborative partnership between a publicist and a client. So usually they'll come in and they'll say like, oh, this is my goal. This is what I would like to achieve. And then we'll brainstorm ideas with them to try to come up with the best plan that will help them achieve their goals. So I think someone who's just attentive and like listens to what they're looking for. And I think a bad publicist is just someone who like doesn't listen to their their client and thinks they know like everything. Like, yes, you should listen to your publicist because they know some things about the industry that you might have not thought of, but um, it is, like I said, very collaborative. Yeah. And they need to listen to what your goals are and get you the right opportunities for those, for those mm-hmm. goals. And I think also being um, organized too. Um, so keeping track of all the uh, premieres and uh, interviews that you got going, I think is important. Yeah. And answering emails and you're able Mm -hmm. to get in touch with them, being able to talk to them. Exactly. Like I always try to answer emails in a timely fashion, like usually within a day, especially if they're um, pressing, I will answer like as soon as possible. Yeah. I usually try to answer emails within within the day. So now when you get a client, I know you said it's mostly virtual, but is there like an interview process? Is there like a vetting process to make sure you're a good fit? Um, that is a little out of, um, what I do Mm in impact. The closest that I've done to like an interview with that is the media trainings. Mm -hmm. I've sat, uh, sat on a couple of those with my supervisor, Elizabeth, and that's always like a cool experience because that's usually like the first meeting, if you will, with the client, even though it's over zoom and we get to learn a little bit more about their story, why they wanted PR and how we can help them. Yeah. So let's talk about this media training a little bit. Why is it important to have this media training? What's some sort of downfall if you just kind of go without any sort of prep? I think media training is very important because, you know, some reporters will, you know, ask a question one way, but like clickbaity type things, they can take bits and pieces out of context and make what you said come off in a completely different way that you intended it to come off. Um, So with media training, we just want to make our clients feel as comfortable and confident as possible before they start their interviews, um, whether they be written or via Zoom or something like that. And we just go over like the different types of questions that are commonly asked and how to answer them, uh, what points to include. We suggest coming up with like a little cheat sheet that they can reference in case you know, they're getting overwhelmed or anything like that. Um, And it's just like good practice so they can, you know, talk out their responses. And then over time, they can filter out excess details that don't need to be in there or include the more important ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it kind of helps them to stay on topic and Mm -hmm. not ramble off too much. Although I will say, as I get to interview lots of musicians, I do enjoy stories. But it's true, if someone goes off on a tangent for 45 minutes, that does we do have to edit a little bit extra when that exactly. <laughs> when, We love stories, but we always, um, like once we get to like later on in the training, we're like, okay, you can tell a story about this. And then we'll time them and be like, great, keep that part. But like, maybe we don't need that part for now. Um, so like I said, very collaborative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now, so you have your client and they're going through this training. What are some things that musicians can do to make this collaborative partnership that you have with them work really, really well? Because it is an investment to have a Mm -hmm. publicist and you want to get the most out of that experience. So what are some of the things that we can do as we prepare? 
Um, Good question. I think if you want to start a relationship with the publicist to make it as easy as a start as possible, um, I think it's important to have your music very easy to get to, um, whether that be on Spotify, um, Apple Music, whatever streaming platform they prefer. You also want to have good um, quality photos that you want to share. Even though like the music is the most important thing, your picture is the, might be the first thing that people see. So you want it to be clear. You want it to capture the aesthetic that you're going for um, that tells people like this is who we are. And also having like some type of press kit handy, which includes like your personal bio or if you're a band, your band's bio, um, pictures, uh, where you can find your music, any past press. So basically anything that you think would be helpful for us to know, any contacts of managers or studios that we need to be in contact with um, should be in there as well. Mm, Okay. So kind of have that, like all of the Mm -hmm. little pieces, and then you're the one that helps kind of put it all together Mm -hmm. and gets it in front of media. Mm -hmm. And we can also help like Um, edit your press kit or your bio. Um, But as long as you have like something to share with us, like that is a huge help. Mm -hmm. And then we'll obviously work with you to make it the best that it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Now you say you work with a lot of composers, you know, kind of behind the scenes type of people. What benefit does a composer have for, you know, being out there and having a publicist? What, what does that do for them? It's helpful because, um, I feel like a lot of below the line creatives, such as composers, like they do amazing work. And a lot of the time it goes like overlooked by, you know, the actors and the stars, which is totally fine. Like each job is very important, but I always like to support like the below the line creatives to get their work out there. So with a composer, it's nice to help them get their music like shared with the world. Because if you're watching a TV show or a movie, you sometimes you might not notice the music, but if it weren't there, you'd be like, wait, why is it super quiet? Like, this is really weird. <laughs> um, so it's nice getting them pressed because I feel like a lot of times with the composers, when we secure them interviews, the reporters are usually so excited to um, speak with them. And it's nice having the composers meet with people that are really passionate about their work and they want to, you know, know their creative processes and like their story and like their interviews are very um, interesting, I think, because they're getting their name out there, they're getting their music out there and they're inspiring other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I think also the more press that you get, regardless of what kind of musician you are, you can always Mm -hmm. put that on your website. You know, it gives you a little bit of credibility. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We even suggest um, having like on your website, like um, a tab for articles and past press where people can refer to for, uh, you know, uh, more information about you. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Especially if you're kind of on behind the scenes and you know you're you're part a big part of the production but you're not like really the face of the production it's nice Mm -hmm. to have that kind of that story of how this all was created and your part in it and what I love about musicians is that they're so collaborative and they all are these little these little wheels in this huge project that of this great work of art, whatever it is, if it's like a TV show or if it's a movie or a symphony or whatever. And each one of them has such a specific expertise. And the more we learn about each of those little expertise, I think it it increases my appreciation for the final product. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's definitely exciting. And I like, um, like for written interviews, for example, we'll send our clients questions Mm -hmm. and then 
they'll send them back. And we always, you know, do a proofread, just like read everything over. And it's so interesting to like hear about the process that they went through. Because before I started, I thought, oh, like a composer just comes up with it all by themselves and they send it in and it's it's done. And after working here, that is very much not the case. It's um, <laughs> very collaborative, lots of um, deadlines and, you know, technical issues can come up or like direction of the project could change like last minute. So um they, they work very hard and you have to be very creative and think well on your feet. And I think um, it's nice to get the recognition that they deserve. Yeah, I think that's so great that you're doing that. Now, is there ever a time where things just don't work well? Or is there something that musicians do that is just not good from a PR standpoint? I think if you're starting out and you are writing a pitch or a pitch release, album release um, yourself, that could get a little tricky, especially if it's very bland and blanket and not personalized to the uh, publications that you're reaching out to. Um, personalizing any type of pitch or release really goes a long way. Um, so in this instance, I would say that it's better to send fewer emails out if if you're starting out like that, then uh, multiple, uh, definitely quality over quantity at that point. Um, but that's where we come in. Mm -hmm. um, we can take care of that. And also not having your music easy to get to and like not having updated photos. Because um, if someone's like interested in you and they're like, oh, like, where's your music? And you're like, ah, like it's it's here, here, here. And it's like too hard to get to. Like they might lose interest. So just being very organized is very important and also being open-minded. I know a lot of uh, friends in the music industry and I try to tell them like, oh, be, be open-minded because we all understand like in a creative field, you hold your projects like so close to your heart because it's coming from you. You're putting all like your emotions and your time into it. So obviously you want it to be true to you. But if you're working with a publicist, it's important to be open-minded. Like we want you to reach your goal. We want to help you reach your goal, but we might suggest ideas that you didn't think of um, or that you've never heard before. And if you don't like it, that's totally fine. Like let your publicist know. And if you think it's just not a good fit, that's totally fine. You don't have to be committed to one publicist uh, forever. Uh, mm -hmm. You can move around to find the best fit. Uh, plan ahead if you can. And um, yeah, just be open-minded, like I said. Mm -hmm. So now when you say a pitch, can you explain just a little bit what a pitch is? Yeah. So um, a pitch is the email that I send you introducing a new client that we have. The pitch entails like a little bio um, explaining who the uh, client is, what they've worked on in the past and what they're currently promoting and other resume highlights, if you will of um, skills they have or what they've been a part of. And then usually at the end, we'll ask the reporter, if you're interested in an interview, please let us know if you need any additional information or questions. So that usually opens the door between reporters and publicists on getting interviews on the calendar. Mm -hmm. And so if so, when you're saying like these blanket pitches, you're talking about just some sort of form email that you just kind of spam out to anybody that you've even heard of. Is that what you're meaning? Yeah. yeah, so it's... For example, like for um, a composer who's working on like a thriller project, I'm not going to um, send that pitch to a like animation podcast or something like that. Like you want to make sure there's a connection there. So if the thriller movie was animation, then yeah, maybe we can like try to cross over, but you want to be more selective on who you reach out to. Like if you have a good relationship with a reporter, it's always a good idea to send them pitches, you know, keep that relationship going. Um, but yeah, you want to 
be considerate of who you're reaching out to. Right. Because you don't want to waste everybody's time. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then if you send something that's like way out on in left field, not only do you not get the interview, but then they're kind of like, oh, this person has never even listened to the show, doesn't even read our publications. So they're less then, likely. Exactly. So they'll say no to that potential interview, but then they might say no to future opportunities. Right. And if you're a musician trying to do this yourself, it's it takes a lot of time to research these different types of outlets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So again, that's where a PR professional comes in. <laughs> that's you uh, stick to making the uh, the good sounds and uh, we'll help you uh, get your music out there. Now, what is the best way for people to find a PR agency? So they, let's say they've they've started out, they're trying to get the interviews themselves and it's just not working and they say, okay, I need to find a PR agency. Is there like a, a directory of these? Do they just Google? How do they even go about even looking for an agency? Uh, so if I were a musician looking for um, a PR agency, I would look at musicians that uh, I look up to and whose work that I like not trying to copy, but you know, like their career path that I'm, you're interested in. Mm -hmm. um, and I would look up their PR agency and then look up similar ones down that way. Like you can Google like PR agencies near me uh, if you're really desperate. But I think the best way to do that is to look up agencies that represent musicians that you like and respect. And then you can see what their press looks like, what their campaigns kind of look like to see if you think um, that is something that you would like to follow. Gotcha. So you do a little bit of research and then um, probably contact the sales team. Is that what you're saying? That's kind of usually the steps. Yeah, there's a there should be an email on um, the agency's website on who to contact um, if you're interested. And then you can reach out to them and that will probably result in a, a sales call where the client will talk about their needs and the PR agency will talk about what they can offer. And then you'll start talking about budgets and campaigns. And then if it's a fit, you you get signed on and then we start your campaign. Right. So it's a little bit of work up front. It sounds like, you know, you yeah. do have you do have to have your press kit kind of maybe not. It doesn't have to be perfect, but you kind of have to have the pieces there. And yeah. then you have to research the companies, the different companies and then talk. But then it seems like once you have all of that, you have like a little bit of work, but then you have this team that's really going to bat for you to try and help you and you can really take your career to the next level. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Um, and when we get new clients, we send out um, an assets uh, email where we ask for your headshot, your bio, um, your dream publications, any past press, uh, what projects we're promoting. Can you provide a, a couple sentences? So like you said, you do have to put a little bit of work into it, but then we take all that information and we use that to write the pitch, write the pitch releases, the album releases, know what kind of publications you're interested in. And you can even send us a bio and you can say like, this is completely outdated. Please help me. We'll rewrite it. We'll send it back. You approve it. You can make edits on the document if you want. So it all goes back to being a like a collaborative partnership. Yeah, yeah. That can really help and, and save you time and effort mm -hmm. down the road with just a little bit of effort. And then once your partners keep an open mind, you know, give it a try, take a look at different things and kind of trust your, your publicist, but then really work together to have fun. 
really. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's all, that's all we want to do. We want to have fun. We love getting our clients press. Um, everyone's excited. The reporters are excited. The clients are excited. We're happy. You're happy. So it's, it's a fun job at the end of the day. Yeah. It sounds like a great job. You must have a lot of fun with all of these different people. Yeah. Each day is, um, is different. Like, even though, you know, we write a lot of press releases, pitches, and all of that stuff. Uh, like I said, it's uh, very different for each client. You know, each time we get a new client, I'll be researching outlets that I didn't even know existed or that were that um, niche. Um, so it's very, you learn a lot every day and it's exciting to uh, go to events. So yeah, it's a fun job. Yeah, it sounds great. So you've worked with a lot of different types of musicians, a lot of different composers. What advice would you have for musicians or aspiring musicians that are just starting out? Don't give up. And I know that probably sounds like so cliche. I know the music industry is very hard to get into. There's a lot of competition. But if you're passionate about it, I would say stay with it. Um, Somewhere out there, somebody wants to hear your music and hear your stories and respects what you do. And it's a lot of work, as we stated before. But once you put in that work and time, it really could, you know, take off. And I think once you have like a good team behind you, it only increases your chances of reaching success. That's great. Thank you. Now, and now if anyone has more questions, wants to find out more about Impact 24 or anything else, how can they find you? Uh, You can find us at impact24pr.com for uh, contact emails. Um, You can also email me at kate.twilly at impact24pr.com. And um, I could put you in touch with um, uh, our sales team and my head supervisors. We would love to have you join our Impact family. Thank you so much. Kate, you are just the best. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Thank you for joining us today on the Musicians vs. the World podcast in my conversation with Kate Twilly, Publicity Coordinator at Impact 24 Public Relations. Hopefully this episode has given you some clarity on what publicists do and perhaps has helped you in your decision on whether or not you need a publicist at this point in your career. I will have links to everything we've talked about today from impact24pr.com as well as a few helpful links on press kits and headshots all on our website, frostedlens.com slash musicians versus the world. Musicians versus the world is a production of Frosted Lens Entertainment in conjunction with Smith Sound Music. This episode was produced by Russ Wilkes and was hosted and edited by me, Christine Smith. We appreciate the nice notes and messages we are getting from you, and we read every single one of them. If you'd like to reach out to us with suggestions, questions, or just to say hi, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook or you can email us at info at frostedlens.com. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day.